Hallelujah, Lord. You know, yesterday, excuse me, Thursday, we talked about praise and worship. We talked about, amen, come on, somebody. We talked about praise and worship. We talked about how we praise him because of what he's done. And we worship him because of who he is. And when we begin to worship him, we can lose ourselves in worship so we can find ourselves. Come on, somebody, amen. So sometimes you might be lost. You don't even know what's going on in your life. Learn to just close your eyes, forget about everybody, and just worship him. I want you to close our eyes really quick. Just close your eyes really quick. And I want you to lift up your hands. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, we worship you, Lord. Father, we just glorify you. We glorify you this morning, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for the salvation and deliverance, oh God. We just worship you, hallelujah. Hallelujah, the great Shaddai. Oh, the Abba, Abba Father, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Come on, give the Lord a great clap offered, amen. Amen. Ooh, praise the Lord. There's nothing like worshiping our God. Come on, there's nothing like giving God, amen, uh, worship and praise and honoring him, amen. If you have your Bible, turn with me to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, amen. You know, I, I've heard throughout all the many years of serving the Lord the last 25 years, I always hear people wanting to say, well, well you know, I want to just please God. I mean, what I'm talking about, I, I want to just please God. I want to, I want to, you know, do what God called me to do. I want to be, amen, everything that God has for me. And so this morning, I want to talk about pleasing God. Someone say pleasing God. Pleasing God takes, amen, us to a place. Not only are we pleasing him, but we become pleasant to others. Amen. We can become pleasant to others. And so if you have your Bible, turn to me really quick. Hebrews chapter 11, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. The Bible says this, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning for your presence that's in this place. We thank you for your people, Father God. Lord, I pray, Father God, Lord Jesus, as we begin to just love on you, Father God, you will just speak to us. Give us a revelation of your word, God, that we'll grab a hold of this, oh God, that we would know what it is to be pleasers to you, God. And we thank you for everything you're doing. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen. amen. You know, one thing that I've learned, that it, it's, it's wonderful to be able to call upon our God. It, it's a blessing to be able, amen, uh, to say, thank you, Jesus. Come on, somebody, because before we were saying a lot of other things. Amen. But we can learn, amen, as we come to Christ, as we come to love on the Lord, that our vocabulary begins to change. Amen. We're no longer saying all these weird words. Come on, somebody. You know what I'm talking about. But we learned now to use different type of language, amen, a language that edifies God, language that pleases God. Come on, somebody. Language, amen, uh, that, that brings adoration and, and even self-dignity to us. And so we'll know this today that the Bible says these words in verse 1. It says, now faith is the substance, excuse me. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Look at verse 2. 
for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. Come on, somebody. He says, an elder, amen, someone who, who's been in the Lord for a while. The reason why he has a good testimony is because he's been living by faith. Come on, somebody. He's been believing God by faith. He's been trusting by faith. And he listened to me. He has been pleasing God by faith. Mm, mm, mm. Church, uh, I, I've noticed that it is impossible. It is impossible to please God without faith. So if we're going to please God, we must have faith. Someone say, have faith. have faith. Have faith. It says again, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Wow. Now, just to set down a little platform for you guys um, today is know this. The basis, again, the basis for pleasing God is to have faith. So when we are faithless, we are not pleasing God the way we should. When we don't function in the faith or the assurance of faith, again, believing him, trusting in him, trusting everything that he says in his word, where do we lie in pleasing him? You're with me so far? Now listen to this. And, and, and we were saved by faith. Someone say by faith. Salvation, salvation came through faith. Through us accepting Jesus Christ as a personal Lord and Savior. Amen. We, we accept it by faith. When we accept it by faith, we begin to walk by faith. Someone say walk by faith. You begin to walk by faith. The things that you do are by faith now. And, and so you start trusting his word. You start trusting what it says. Because I'm going to show you some men in the Bible who walked by faith, who did a lot of things by faith. And because they did that, we are affected by it today. And so know this, when you please God and you walk in faith, you affect others also. Come on, somebody. When you walk in your faith and you walk in the assurance of who Jesus is and his word and you walk in this, you are many people know that, my God, faith works. So say faith works. Faith works. I'm telling you, 25 years ago, amen, I, I received Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. Come on, somebody. 25 years ago, church, I'm telling you, I was, uh, been a little longer than I was sitting in the cell, sitting right there in the cell, and I said, Jesus, if you're real, get me out of this. I know none of you guys ever said that prayer, but me, amen, I mean, you might not have been in a physical cell, you might have been in a mental cell, you, you, you might have been in your, your mother's uh, cell, uh, the basement, uh, but I was sitting in a cell and I said, God, if you're real, get me out of this. And, and I'm telling you, I think that's one of the first places that I really exercised my faith because I was believing it. I said, okay, Lord, I heard about you. Someone told me that you're real. Someone, I heard all this stuff. God, if you're real, get me out of this. All of a sudden, I never forget, my case began to turn. I beat my case, and I got out. Come on, somebody. I, I got out, and I got court committed to a program. I got court committed to a program. They told me to go to this program. They gave me two years in the program. Well, you know, knowing me being smart, I said, I'm not going to go. I said, I'm not going to go, and I didn't show up. And they should have violated me, but they didn't violate me. The, the pastor had compassion on me. Thank God. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, I show up. I go to the home later on, a few months later. And I was there. And they begin to do things by faith. They were, they were walking by. They were praying. They were holding hands. They were talking to Jesus. And I'm like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> One guy, the comb director, said that he would see the angels every time he played the guitar. I see angels. I see. I'm like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> this was new to me, guys. This was new to me. He told me, Edgy, I see angels around you. I'm like, are you sure those are angels? 
And so I, I, I had to learn, I had to learn church to walk by faith. I had to learn, amen. See, not all actions you do please God. You got <laughs> every sometimes we think all actions that we do please God. Going to church and not believing is not pleasing God. Praying and doubting don't please God. But having faith, oh, somebody slapped your neighbor. I mean, praise the Lord. Now, that's a process of growth. That's a process of, of change. But we're talking about pleasing God right now. And so know this, there I was amongst all these men, everything going on, and, and I had to learn to walk by faith. I had to learn, amen, to believe by faith. I had to learn to believe the word. I have to learn to trust God's word. Faith will make you do things you never thought you'd do. Come on, somebody. Faith will make you do things you thought you'll never do. Come on, somebody. Amen. Let, let, let me just show you what I'm talking about. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, I love, I love this right here. It says in verse 7, it says this, By faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear. Wow. Prepared an ark for saving of his household. Church, you got to hear this. Here is Noah. Noah's minding his own business. And all of a sudden, God shows up in his life. Because how many know sometimes God will show up in your life? God will show up when you're less expected. Everything's going fine. Everything's supposed to be perfect. All of a sudden, bam, here he is. Whoo, there it is. And he'll show up and he'll interrupt your life. And he'll interrupt your life for something great or something mighty. But we don't see it like that. We see it. Well, we see the enemy interrupting our life as a way of devouring us, but God says as an opportunity to help us. Oh, my God. When the enemy comes and tries to mess with your, your marriage, the enemy wants to destroy it, but God uses the opportunity to heal it. Mm, mm, mm. When you lose your job and everything falls apart, uh, the devil says, yeah, I got you. The devil says, God says, no, opportunity to God to get the glory. You got to understand what I'm saying here today. Uh, every time the enemy tries to throw something at you, God says, no, 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 here I come in so that I will be glorified and that your faith will be activated. Come on, that your faith will be activated. So it's now to activate your faith. Now here's Noah. Noah's right here, and Noah's, uh, God interrupts his life. God speaks to him, and all of a sudden, he has to build an ark by faith in a desert. They don't know what rain is. Ain't no water around there. And all of a sudden, he had to learn to get his wife on board because, you know, it's hard to get a woman on board. When you already been a little loony. No, no, no. Okay, okay. He had to get his wife on board to believe. He had to get his wife on board for the support, for the backing. All of a sudden, here's the man. Church. There it goes. They didn't change the batteries. Tell me you changed the batteries. Hallelujah. Listen to this devil's matter already. I'm going to expose him right now. Listen to this. All of a sudden, he got himself trusting, believing, starts building, and got his wife to believe. Come here, sweetheart. Come on, somebody. Amen. This is my beautiful wife right here. My beautiful wife. If you're married, never be afraid to show emotions to your wife. Amen. Yeah, I learned to get her on board when God called me. To go past her. She was like, okay, I'm for you, I'm for you, until we got to the place of building. 
We were like this. We were cool, man. We were like, yeah, she believed everything I said. She was behind me. She believed it. She, 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 she thought I could do anything, every. She didn't care, right? And so here I am, and so all we get to this place where my pastor told me, you guys are going to start over here, just like 14 years ago. And April was going to be 14 years ago in April. And so he's going to start over here, and we got there, and she's like, oh, my God. Church, you got to understand, we were, we were in the desert area. Nobody around. You know, there was dogs walking around and cows and horses. And, and we walked, and she looked at me like, oh, man, she's not Charlie. She's like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, what's going on here? I'm believing my faith. I have all this faith. She believes, but she's like, I don't think that's a belief. That's a spot for us. <laughs> but then she goes and she reads something on the ground. And what does she see on the ground, sweetheart? Come on, somebody. Why do you think that we use that? Because with God, all things are possible. And all of a sudden, I call my pastor. I say, hey, pastor, I got me a wild one here. <laughs> I said, I go, she wants to talk to you. <laughs> Hand her the phone. And the simple words that got my pastor told her. What are you saying? Be obedient. Be obedient. Come on, somebody. Be obedient. Now, it was not just to the man of God, but to the things of God, to the word of God. She had to learn to obey the word, obey God, and obey the man of God. Come on, somebody. Come on, amen. And all of a sudden, thank you, sweetheart. Let me kiss me. Thank you, thank you, see? And all of that didn't, didn't mean everything was hork and dory. Everything was perfect after that. Because every time you step out in faith and you start walking in faith, you will be challenged. Every time you say, I'm going to start going to church, you will be challenged. Every time you're saying, I'm going to change, you will be challenged. Every time you decide to take a step of faith, you will be challenged. You will meet adversity. You will meet things that make no sense. All of a sudden, why now? Because the devil had you then. Had you in a box. He had you tamed, had you controlled, but all of a sudden you started saying no more. Somebody say no more. No. You said no more being like a jerk. Hello, somebody. No more being demonic. No more being a weirdo. I'm going to step out in faith and I'm going to trust God like Noah did. Noah trusted God. Noah believed God. Noah had faith and started building. You understand that the ark didn't come overnight. It took time. It takes time, church. To build, it takes time to build ministry. It takes time to rebuild your marriage. It takes, come on somebody, you got to hear me, it takes time. Somebody say it takes time. But it shouldn't take forever. Come on somebody, it shouldn't take forever, amen. Noah, church, he believed and prepared an ark for the saving of his household. Listen to that, church. For the saving of his household. The reason why men and women, we need to learn to praise God and, and learn to please God for the saving of our household. We got kids. I got kids. Amen. And we're showing them a better way, a better life. Come on, somebody. They don't have to go through what we went through. Some of you, we went through some stuff. We, we don't want our kids. How many here, amen, don't want your kids to go through what you went through? It's like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and so this is why we, we, we please God is... We hand our lives over to the Lord. We say, okay, God, help me through this. Get me through this. And as Noah built church, he was still attacked. Things happen. Things happen. People didn't believe him. People didn't trust him. Stuff took place. He had a message. 
and people didn't want to hear them. I'm telling you, every time you start doing good, people sometimes don't want to hear you no more. Well, I'm going at your job. Save that. Say, I don't want to hear it. Talk to someone else. I don't want to hear it. But then you'll have those that do want to hear it. Come on, you'll have those friends that say, okay, oh, yeah, where are you going? I'll go with you. You go next day. Okay, yeah. See, that, you, got, you got to take that opportunity. Okay, that means that now you got to go to church too. I'll never forget it. How I, how I met the Lord was my way widow. He came to the house, knocked on the door, and I was all smack back laying down. I mean, I was, you know, praise the Lord. I was laying down in the wrong stuff, laying down. He knocked, he knocked on the door, and my sister gave me up. She told me, he's in the room right there. Oh, man. So he went, and my mom opened the door, and he goes, hey, I got out. God changed my life. I'm like, oh, wow. So I'm listening to him, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm, I didn't say, oh, wow, but, you know, I'm like, uh-huh. But in my heart, I'm like, is a good homie of mine, good friend. God changed his life. Wow. He goes, go to church with me. I'm like, mm, okay. I'll go. I'll go to church with you. Just pick me up next Sunday or next week or whatever. You got to go to church. I never forgot that. He showed up. <laughs> and sometimes I laugh because people will show up. Oh, my friend invited me, but they're not here. Maybe you're that friend. But thank God you came anyways. But I, I showed up with him, and that's when I sat down in church with them, and they preached the gospel. And, oh, my God, the preacher was preaching. I'm like, I started, oh, my God, he's talking about me. This guy's pulling my covers. I was broken, man. I, I went to the restroom, and nobody wanted to see me. When I had glasses on, I was up, went to the restroom, and never forget it. I, I, I just looked at him and I started crying. Uh, and I washed my face and came back out. He goes, you, were you crying? And I was throwing up. I was throwing up. You know, trying to still be a macho, you know, came out. and But God dealt with me. I didn't change my life right there, but God dealt me. A seed was planted. Come on, a seed was planted. A seed was planted. If it wasn't for him getting me to church, God using him, a seed would never have been planted. The Bible says one plants, one waters, but God brings the increase. Come on, somebody, amen. So don't you dare not stop inviting people to church. Amen. Let that seed be planted and let God begin to water it and let God bring the increase. Come on, somebody, amen. He never expected me to change that day. I don't think he, he expected, now I got saved and he blew his mind. Church, I'm telling you, you have the power to affect other people's lives. Come on, somebody. You have the power. Here's Noah. Noah rescued his family, guys. Wow. Faith pleases God. Amen. Faith pleases God. Look really quick after that. I'm, I want to show you something that, that hit me very, very, very hard when I was looking over this. Look at verse 8. It says this. By faith, Abraham. Wow. Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going Come on, somebody. By faith, he dwelled in the land of promise as a foreign country dwelling in the tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which was foundation with the builders and maker is God. Come on, somebody. By faith, you got to understand, he did it by faith. He did it by faith. Faith pleases God. Mm, mm, mm. Faith again, I want you to show you this. Faith, faith sees the unseen. 
You, you got you to see it by faith. I call it the third eye, the eye of faith. You got to see it with your third eye. You got to say, okay, naturally, we, I can't see it, but with my eye of faith, I believe it. Come on, somebody. I believe it. I believe God's going to change my sons by faith. I believe God's going to change my spouse by faith. By faith, I'm going to get through this uh, um, terrible time I'm going through by faith. Trials, through my trial I'm going through, I'm going I'm to overcome it by faith. I'm going to say by faith. By faith. Church, faith helps you pass your trials. Faith gets you through your trials and tribulations. Come on, somebody. When you trust in God, God says, okay, I got your back. Amen. Faith says this, I'm truly relying on God. Faith says I'm going to rest on the Lord. Come here, Josh. Come here, Josh, really quick. Now, I want you to come up here, Josh. Come up here really quick. You've seen me do this before. Come here. He, he's going to turn around. Now. Turn around. You're going to fall backwards. You're going to have to believe that I'm going to catch you. Hold on. Whoa, hey, hey, hey. Uh, I, I said, hold on. <laughs> Thank God he had faith, man. <laughs> In all the years I've done this, no one's ever fell back like that. <laughs> I thank God I've been working out. <laughs> you didn't feel heavy, man. Oh, my God. That's some good faith right there. That's what faith is, okay? <laughs> then you can sit down, sit down, sit down. Well, that's what faith is. You catch me, you do, you don't, you don't. So I say faith. Faith is just trusting God's going to catch you. I'm going to kind of pull out of that. I'm going to pull out of this right now. Lord, I got it slowly. I'm going to get out of it. Faith says there's no gap between me and you. I fully rely on you. I fully trust in you, God. See, I, I literally, when I tell guys, you know, okay, we're gonna, they turn around, they're like. But when you ain't got no doubt, when you don't care, and I, all right. I'm like, my God. Give me time to set up, man. I'm like, my Lord, let me. They tend to get ready and post up or something, you know. But no, man, man, me. That's the great thing, church, about the innocence of children. The innocence of a child. The Bible says, come to me like a child. Child, trust you, man. I mean, your kids would jump off the table, jump, boom, boom. But after you drop them a couple times, he ain't jumping no more. For real, Dad, you gonna catch me? But when they're young, man, my son would run and jump, jump off the roof, jump everywhere, man. But he believed I was always gonna catch him. I didn't drop him. <laughs> but I'm telling you, church, again, the innocence of just saying, "God, okay, boom," God says, "I'm there." You are resting. You are resting. Let's do this again. Come on. Come back. Go ahead, lean back. See, look, see, see, you see now? 
I'm not looking, so you better hold on now. <laughs> now he's like, it, well, this is good. This is a good analogy. Thank you. This is a good analogy. Don't fall. Listen. <laughs> it's funny how we trust, we trust God sometimes automatically. And then now it's next time to do it. You know how you're hesitating now when God showed up before? Come on, when God showed up before, it was like, no problem. And now that you had to exercise it again, well, let me make sure you're there. When you, when you, when you rest, go ahead and trust God, lean back like that, you, you're resting in the Lord. Come on, some more. Come on, go ahead, I got you, go trust. You know, it's no longer your whole strength. What it is, I got you, baby, I got you. What it is, Andale, you got too much power on you. Is you're resting, and no longer is the strength on you, but you're leaning for the strength of God. You see what I'm saying? You're leaning for the strength of God. And, and so now that you've got to lean on him, no longer is strength on you, but the strength is on the Lord. Thank you, ma'am. This is the thing, is when you trust God, it's no longer your strength. It's God's strength. And a lot of times we want to do things in our own strength. And how many of our own, our own strength only get us so far? But God's strength is unlimited. Come on, somebody. His strength is unlimited. Unlimited. Here's Abraham. He trusted what God said. And when he trusted what God said, he went and he went and he conquered. And he was blessed. Because everywhere he put his feet, it was his. Come on, somebody. Amen. That's what I'm talking about right there. Let me give you guys one more, one more. The Bible says here in verse... 17, same chapter. This is known as the heroes of the faith. And I believe it takes church, it takes a man or woman who love God to say, okay, Lord, I'm going to truly rely on you. I'm going to rely on you for my family. I'm going to rely on you for whatever you have in my life in store for me. I'm going to rely on you, God, for everything that you say. You know, on verse 17, it says, by faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son. Listen to me. He, he, he brought up his son Isaac to be sacrificed. And he trusted God. God, you know, God, you know this is my only son. And I'm going to give him to you. And I'm going to trust you with it. And God showed up. God showed up, church, because every time you trust God, God will show up. Come on. Every time you have faith, God will show up. The Bible says that Enoch, Enoch walked with God, church, and then he did it. I'm telling you, when you have faith, faith will make you do crazy things. Faith will make you do crazy things. Faith, because I loved God and because I, I got a hold of God, it took me to an adventure I never thought I'll, I'll ever do. Got me, got, come on, I got saved, changed my life. I got married, started pastoring. That's a crazy adventure. Pastoring itself, it's like, man, it's like, welcome to Disneyland, Amen. They got all different type of characters here. <laughs> I don't want to name no names. It's like, if I start naming names, like naming the neighborhood, everybody's got different names. Payaso, payasa, flaco, flaca. Church, someone say have faith. Have faith. Having faith makes a difference. Having faith makes a difference. Saying you have faith doesn't do too much. It's having it that makes a difference. Having it in the times of trouble. Having it even in the times that everything's fine. You have faith. I'm going to trust God financially. Listen to me. I'm going to trust God with my family. I'm going to trust God in my crisis. I'm going to have faith for all these things. What does faith mean? Faith means I'm truly relying on God. I'm letting his strength step in for me. 
Because how many know sometimes we get weak? And the Bible says when we are weak, he is what? Strong. So that means if we're strong, then he's stronger. Church, know this today. Exercise your faith in crisis. Exercise your faith for your family. Exercise your faith that pleases God. I don't know about you, but I want to continue pleasing God. Come on, somebody. I want to continue pleasing God. The reason why I do what I do, because I want to please God. And I know my faith and trust in him pleases him. Because we live in a world today, growing up, we're always told not to trust nobody. Don't go there. You know, always, we're always, you know, you know what I'm talking about. We always don't trust no one. And we have this world where we grow up very cautious about everything. And God's saying, trust me. Rely on me. Give it to me. Cast your cares this way. I'll give you peace. Listen to that. I'll give you joy. I'll restore this, your joy of your salvation. God can even restore the joy of our salvation by faith. Come on, somebody. By faith. Everything we do is by faith. Amen. We want people to, oh, I want to see it. Show me. Show me. God says, I'll show you. Come humbly to the altar. Come on, somebody. Come humbly to the altar. Lay your walls down. Lay all the defense down. And allow yourself to be refreshed. Mm, allow yourself to be refreshed. <sighs> Go to John chapter 6. I'm going to close you with this. John chapter 6. John chapter 6, verse 37. All that the Father gives me will come to me. And the one who comes to me, I will be no, I'll no, and I will no means cast out. He's saying, if you come to me, I'm going to take care of you. But you've you got to come to me. We have to learn to come to him with all our problems. We have to learn to come to him and bring every situation that we have. Say, Lord, I, I, Lord, I'm going through a difficult time. I'm going through some hardships. I'm going through some stuff that don't make no sense right now, God. I want to come. And I want to bring this problem to you, this struggle to you. I want you to stand with me, stand with me this morning. I want to bring this thing that I have right now. I want to come and bring it to you because I'm tired. I'm tired of trying to do it in my own strength. I'm tired of trying to do it in my own ability. I, I, I need your peace. I need your strength. I need a peace of mind. And I know by faith, if I come to you, by faith, if I come trusting in you, if I come wanting to let go, that you will heal me, you will refresh me, you will strengthen me. If I come and be obedient to you, God, you will bring peace and strength. God, you have always been faithful. You are faithful to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to Noah, to Enoch. You're faithful to all these great men. Yeah, I know, God, if you did it for them, you can do it for me. But I have to be willing to come to cast my cares to you. I got to be willing to come to you and let go. You're here this morning saying, Pastor, it's my first time here. I don't know Jesus. I've never accepted Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. And I want to give my life to Jesus this morning. I want to give my heart to Jesus. If that's you this morning, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Maybe you're here this morning and you say, Pastor, I've drifted away. I need to come back. 
I need to come back to the things of God. I need to come back. I need to come back to the faith. If that's you this morning, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I remember you here this morning saying, Pastor, I've been, I've been battling. I've been going through some stuff. I've been going through some hard things, some rough stuff. And I need to get back to that place where I fully have faith, where I fully rely on God, where I fully trust him again. Come to that place where I, I allow him to step into my life in my time of crisis, in my hardships, and help me to make right decisions so then the decisions that I make, I do it by faith because I'm walking in the faith. If that's you this morning, God spoke to you, you lifted up your hand, God ministered to you, you need a touch from God, I want you to come right now, come. Come right now, the altars are open, come. This is the place. This is the place where God heals and God restores. This is the place where God puts everything back in its place. It's the place where you come and cast your cares, the hurts. Maybe it's been a while since you really rested in the Lord. Maybe it's been a while since you really trusted God. God said, come on, step out. Step out in faith. Step out in faith. Step out in faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you've been trying to please God in all these weird ways. But this morning you found out it's just simply having faith. Having faith makes you become that better husband, that better wife. Having faith makes you a greater man of God, a greater woman of God. Having faith makes you do what the word says. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This is your time. This is your time. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Repeat these words after me. Say, Jesus, wash me with your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and make me new. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a great clap offering. We are not done. Stay where you're at. We're going to pray with you. But the Bible says if you believe that, amen, that Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior, you are saved today. You are delivered. You're a new, you're a new man. You're a new woman. The old have passed away. Now it's time to abstain from evil and learn to plug into a church and read your word and let God use you to your fullest. As the altar workers help me, we're going to pray with you and we're going to believe God for you. Amen. Hallelujah.